amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Yo, bartender. Hey, yo, bartender. What's good, man? Let me, let, me, let, me, let me get a drink. Let me get a shot. Hey, man, I know you just put up to the bar, but I'm close. Come on, man. Come on, man. I, 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 you, 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 you gotta, gotta be able to give me a shot, man. Come on. You look you like you need a drink, man. I hate to tell you this, man. We're about to cut. So, so you need to tell me all these people out here, they got they got drinks and they got shots. I can't get me the bar closed that soon. Okay, man. I don't know what else to say. I got to show you half my age at the crib. I'm trying to get to it. But last call is 10 minutes ago. You know what? That's all right. Don't even worry about it. All right. Tell you what. I'm gonna give you one drink. Cause look, look, you need one drink. One, I, I can, I can do one drink. I can do one drink. Cause I, I really, yeah, yeah. Hey man, anything, man, anything, man. Look like you got a lot of wine and you need a friend right now. Pour it on. All right, welcome to Bar Talk with Jay. Welcome. One of the things I want to tell you is brought to you by Dispose LLC. This garbage company has been doing great things, but I want you to find out for yourself. All you got to do is go to the website, type it in, pull it up, and find out who might be showing up at your place. Okay. It just might be me. That's right. Driving that big bad boy, trying to show you customer service to us fully. But all I want you to do is just give us a try at Dispose. Yes. And we'll see. All right. Now that I got that out of the way, let's get back to what I've really been rocking with. This person I've rocked with me for what, going on five years, September 17th. Craftmatic, how you doing tonight, Big Ben? Man, doing good, Smoke J. You still got that smile, though. Yeah, man. You know, that's, that's my guy in life. Day out, partner. That's my, my guy in life, man. Man, you know? that's 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 powerful. Yeah. Going on five years and you constantly smiling, cheesing. Yeah. Yeah. You can't fake that, bro. Yeah, you know, some people just live life from, uh, from a happy perspective. And uh, I try, bro. You know, I try hard. Oh, it ain't always easy, but I try, no, man. No, no, Listen, man. you do as well, man. You always no, no, no. I can't even lie to you. Nah, I'll be first to you. Nah, I have problems. I got, I get my feelings. We all got some of them. You know, but, yeah. you know, overall, I do. I try to stay more positive, but I will say I, I, I have to control my feelings as much as I be talking about other people. And I, yes. I try to inspire somebody. I know sometimes I get emotional. I get in my And I always notice when I get into my feelings, I don't always act appropriately. So okay. I really feel like I have to restrain and not do that. Yes. And that way I'll stay more factual. Absolutely. And I, I think that that right there helps me out a lot. And then some people say I'm being more cold. Yeah. But my whole thing is not being cold. I don't want you to be uh, misunderstood or un- not understanding me. Right. And a lot of times when you get in your feelings, they be like, okay, you, you bitch. And I don't, I don't like to be bitched at. Yeah. So I like to make sure I'm being more informative. Yeah. I'm giving you the straight facts. Sometimes it's cold, straight, but you can't 
talk about, well, you didn't give it to me, you know, like such and such. I, I'm not such and such. I'm going to give it to you like I feel like you should have it. Straight, direct, and you're going to have to marinate over it. So there's no question. So there's no I, question. The best way to do it. Absolutely. Because Absolutely. I, I don't like anything else. Absolutely. Listen, a great way to introduce our show. This is Bar Talk with Jay. My name is Craft Matic. This is my boy, Smooth Jay. Over here, over here. And, of course, we are here to liberate your minds and souls with a great dialogue. Uh, we're going to have a great conversation here tonight. We hope that you can chime in from your seat, wherever you are, whenever you happen to be looking at this show, and uh, participate. Uh, decide yes. what you would do, how you would handle it. How does our opinions and our stories uh, affect you? Uh, make some clear decisions about uh, how you're going to handle these particular situations that we're talking about tonight so that uh, when you get to the situation in your life, and if you're looking for love, you will most certainly get to that situation, mm -hmm. that you'll have a brick wall of confidence and, uh, and knowledge about how you're going to deal with it. So uh, we thank you for being here tonight so much, and uh, we always start the show off with a prayer. You know, Jay, did you want to get uh, in? Nah, man, I'm going to keep on giving to him because, you know, I'm still over here trying to get him to go ahead and bless him with the cash app. Yeah. Because you be getting that thing in. Yeah. So I'm going to stick it over here. You have it over there. Go okay. ahead and give it to him. Okay, okay. Um, so uh, I asked the question tonight, you know, prayer topic, and the word patience mm. comes up. Patience means that uh, I might just make a mistake if I move too fast. Mm hmm Patience means that I might be upset until my goal arrives. I might be frustrated a little bit. I'm impatient. And uh, that impatience can be on the inside, and it will demonstrate on the outside. It will cause you to do things that you shouldn't do. Right. And so I'm just uh, wanting to speak to the Lord on that tonight as we uh, open this show. Heavenly Father, we come into your presence just thanking you for your awesome power and your love and your strength and your guidance in our lives. You offer everything that we need and we just we just thank you tonight. We ask Heavenly Father that you would open our minds and hearts to a greater understanding and a greater idea of patience. We're asking Father that you would give us a spirit to hold up and not make a move right now. That we should sit tight, Heavenly Father, and listen to what you would have us to do. You might just be inspiring us and filling us at this very moment. It's not time to take a step. It's not a season to take action. It's a season to meditate. And we just ask, Father, that you would give us the ability to receive your anointing, to wait on you, Heavenly Father, that we shall express loving kindness instead of anger and trouble. We ask, Father, that peacefulness be fill our spirit as we await Give us a divine anointing to hear your voice and to wait on your call. Speak to us, Heavenly Father. Tell us your desires. Give us the right way. Let there be no distractions. Let there be no upset. Let there be no frustrations. Let there be no weariness. Let us just be centered in peace and love and understanding, Heavenly Father. Fill us with the patience and the peace that surpasses all understanding. We ask, Father, that you would be here tonight to anoint this show, speak your word and your wisdom. We trust you, and we allow you to do your good and perfect work. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Right. Mm. Mm. Okay, Dean. Mm. <laughs> Dean Crab over there. Boy, I was there, man. I was there. Oh, yeah, there. We, we all felt that. Yeah. Just wanted to let you know that. Yeah, man. Mm. He's so good, man. He's so good, bro. You know? And so all the ones want to get that off of this bar talk with Jay. Yeah, excuse me. Do that cash out. Excuse me tonight. And that's what makes this show so real, man, is that we're just real, you know. And uh, 
Boy, that was good. That was good. Uh, let's go ahead and move on to uh, last week's topic. Man, we had a great, great show last week. It was uh, it was a eye opening show in very in many ways. Last week's topic was why do people think that since we had sex, we are a couple? I think some people was already thinking that, and then some people don't think that at all. And if the sex wasn't good, they ain't even considering it. <laughs> so there's a lot of different factors when it comes to that. I mean, some people are quick to get in their feelings because they feel like when they open themselves up, it is for that sacredness, but it's in, it's in conversation because you can be doing that and somebody else not be thinking that at all. Right. And then that's where, the and a lot of people say, well, you should automatically just know. I feel like in today's time, everything should be talked about, mm-hmm. even beforehand. Mm-hmm. You know, and that way, it's no real confusion. So it's not to throw daggers and try to say women are more emotional than men. Either one can get in their feelings. Yes. And you, a lot of men sometimes yes. get the wrong impression because they keep coming back. And they're like, yo, I'm going to be putting it down. She really into me. And there's just a scratch. You just what's available. So the minute she finds something else, she's moved on. And you sat there looking like, yo, I was trying to do dinner and I'm like, no, I just call you when I need that. Just to get knocked down. Yeah. <laughs> now you're looking crazy. Right. And in your feelings now. Right. So now you, you got name calling and everything. That's not necessary. But listen, the bottom line, man, is that sex turns on this emotional energy that we just can't stop. Right. Uh, I mention it all the time. Music Soul Child has this song where he, he says that uh, somebody is going to get hurt. And no matter what, if you got feelings involved, somebody is going to end up hurt. And, um, you know, there are people who, uh, I'll just say it this way, the way I wrote my notes. There are people who you just can't connect with. Right. It may be moments of heat and passion and you had sex, but you're, if you're not connected with that person, it's not going to create a relationship. You're not going to be happy. You're not going to be healthy. You're not going to. You know, keep keep moving on, and I think we spend a lot of time talking about um, really assessing the people. You know, um, you know, we did a couple of shows uh, ago. We were talking about you know uh, why people come back. You know, <laughs> yeah, I remember. you know uh, why people come back. Was it for the sex, or was it for you know because of the vibe, or you know what what did they come back? You almost never know, but. You know, the point here is that you have to assess the people who are who you are around and who you are with. And they, yes, you know, women in general uh, pretty much feel like a lot of women, uh, not all of them. There's a lot of women who don't feel this way, but a lot of women say, hey, you know, if we if we have sex, then we kind of connected and we need to be going together. And, um, you know, that's that's what I need from you right now. Now, you can, you know. Reject. It sounded like you did, Jay. As I, mean, I listened I, to the show last week, I was like, "Hey, <laughs> Jay was kind of cold." You know, I, you just finished having sex. She mentioned that you know, man, that, you know, hey, you can't be having sex with nobody else like that. You know, I need you to, you know, I need us to like, you know, just be exclusive. So you sounded like you was like, "Nah, I'm, no, I'm sorry, I'm not gonna." I mean, I already had that conversation before it ever happened, so I don't really feel like I'm being really cold. You always have had the conversation before. I, I, normally, uh, yes. When I say normally, is if this is case something jumped off, it's pretty much being said though because I already know my expectations. I'm not in. I'm not interested in. Just like she sometimes give me her expectation. Okay. And a lot of time it comes up because she give me her expectation, and I know I'm not fitting that mold. Okay. So I have no problem letting her know, and, and I don't mind if the fact that it go cold. Right. So that's where a lot of people feel like they want to lie because right. they want it. What do you want? What you already know? It, it might not even be what you think. You're guessing. 
My whole thing is I'd rather go factual. She she step away, it, it's off of that basis, not just off the fact that how it was. I already feel like my skill level. I know what my meat do. So why in the world would I just bring somebody in to get caught up where I already know that right there with how you talking is already gonna cause a problem. I feel like I got ownership over that. And a lot of times you'd be like, Yeah, I just wanna do it anyway. I feel like that's cold. Yeah. That's more cold than being more upfront mm-hmm. because you're leaving. Yeah. You already know what she said. You didn't say nothing. Then she get it. She get to be, she loving it. And all of a sudden now she stuck and you saying she crazy. You made her that way. You brought the crazy out because she wants you in a way that it makes her crazy. So that's why I got people at Grady right now. I do apologize for some of the ones that I've done. Yeah, and for, for those of you who don't know what Grady is, Grady is our local hospital. Yeah, yeah, I mean, <laughs> just trying to tell you what happened. He suggested that he make such good love to him, he sent him to the local hospital. And uh, so. Ain't no suggestion. You could go read the writing on the wall. <laughs> I'm going to sign, you know, sign a waiver. <laughs> nah, you're not going down like that. Huh, hey, I'm just wrong. talking. I'm getting, give, giving people a chance, bro. Let me ask you this question, Jay. Have you, you ever saved a woman by not introducing her, not having sex with her yes. because you knew how she was going to act a fool. You I knew she was going to clinch on Several. And it wasn't about clinch. They said what they wanted. They told me that they, they had low body counts. They was not into all that. They wanted to be in a, a monogamous relationship. And when they said all these things to me, I actually listened and I did not pursue. Okay. We became friends. We yes. friends in this very day. Uh, great friendship. Sex was never involved. And that's what I'm saying by listening to somebody. I think it can make great friends when you thought it could be sexual. Because I, I looked at them in a, in a way that I liked them yeah. sexually. I was turned on. But when they was telling me what they wanted, they was precise. They, they The conversation was always that direction. So I felt like, you know, at this point, let me step back. Instead of trying to act like I want to be the person that she's telling me to be, how about I just be me without that? Okay. I love it. I love it. Uh, listen, folks, it was a fantastic show. We would love for you to go back and check it out. Uh, we are all over the internet uh, Facebook, YouTube, Periscope, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio. We've got Amazon in the house right now serving us real big. All of our content are on just about all of these platforms. And uh, if you like talk radio, you will love Bar Talk with Jay because we just chop it up over some great subjects and uh, give you an opportunity to, you know, open your mindset and just hear a new perspective. You know, in most of life, people are really living alone and they don't have an opportunity to hear other people's stories, examples, and, and, and really sometimes even bring up some of these great subjects that we talk about. Uh, but they're all real. We hope you're enjoying it. Like, subscribe, like, subscribe, like, subscribe, like, subscribe, share with all your friends and family and uh, continue to uh, participate right here with Bar Talk with Jay. Now, for our quote for tonight, uh, I'll do this quickly, and uh, Jay, just uh, expound for us a little bit. It goes like this. Learn how to develop and love yourself first before trying to let someone in your domain that will try to destroy your destiny. Mm. Very powerful, profound, and I'm going to tell you why. It's easy for you to follow somebody if you don't got love for yourself because at that point, you don't know where to break off. If you know you destined for greatness and you know a path that he has for you, you ain't going to let somebody else take it from you. But when you don't know that and you don't allow that to fester and come out of you, you will follow what you don't know compared to what you are confused with. Because a lot of times you got to know how to understand that. Uh, it comes out in different ways. Your passion, your love, your, your your uh, creative drawing 
or, or creating, you know, but you're scared of. You, you don't know how successful it can make you. You got to get past your fear, and that's your self love to realize it is my greatness. Somebody might not see it, but that's what it is. You're going amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals from courses to help you attain or retain certification to individualized coaching services to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen management concepts optimizes your professional development online in person individually or groups it's training that's measurably better learn more at managementconcepts.com that's managementconcepts.com What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Hard to say on oh, your self power. Somebody else is gonna feed you. you They're gonna feed you bull. They're gonna feed you them. You gotta have you, and then that way y'all can work with each other, and then you'll know who's for you. You'll understand that Ruth and Boaz type situation more so than somebody saying it. You will understand that you'll feel it. You know, Jay. Um, uh, every time I hear a dialogue like what you just shared, what I always think to myself is, look, we, we gotta teach people to do that. You know, you know, you, okay. you, you talk about self love. Uh, most people don't really understand what that means, well, and stop, that really stop is being, one of the most profound stop being, stop being scared to be by self. Okay, the number one thing that most people want to do is scared to be by self. I don't want to be out of a relationship. I want to be in a relationship because I don't want to be lonely. I don't want to die alone. You're manifesting negativity. Yeah. When you don't understand, that's when he speaks to but you. But listen, here's the here's the real problem, and, and we won't psychoanalyze it too much. Okay. The real problem is that. Um, I don't necessarily want to be alone, but I don't really like the person who's sitting here when I'm by myself. And and, and I, I don't know what's caused all of that, where all of that came from, but I'm sitting here like I'm really not feeling too good about myself right now, you know, much less trying to achieve greatness in the world. And so that self-love idea needs to be taught. Uh, yeah. One of the ways can be, hey, like, like you just said, you know, um, stop being afraid to be alone. And, and But, you know, we, 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 we really haven't learned how to face ourselves. Nobody's ever taught us those those windows that we can look through to see right. who we really are. I'm going to tell you one of the strongest one, Minecraft. If you go to Minecraft, you will be able to see that a lot of times your fear can be understood when you start listening to other things. Yes. And that way right there will break that mind trend of going yes. back to the negative and get back to the positive. Yeah, I, I, I do a, a lot of great work, in my opinion, on developing uh, self-love and developing the se- the self. Uh, it's about strengthening the self. That's what life is all about. So, uh, and we're gonna talk a lot more about it tonight. I hope you enjoy tonight's uh, uh, break. Uh, we got some commercials for a disposal, and we got some Minecraft clips. You're gonna love it. Tonight's topic is: Can a broken woman ever truly love and trust again? Even a good man. We gotta bring some help in on that. Let's spend some time talking about tonight. Uh, We're going to be right back with more Bar Talk with Jay right Right after this. If you're looking for a reliable, professional, and affordable insurance agent, well, you've come to the right place. We're proud to be the top local provider of all types of insurance, and we're committed to creating satisfied customers and getting you the best rates on flexible health coverage insurance. 
Our insurance agents are the best in the industry at helping you find the best coverage for the lowest price. Call or email one of our friendly staff now to schedule your appointment. Make sure you tell them Bar Talk with Jay sent you. Today I want to talk to you about personal productivity. I really want to talk about it from 40,000 feet. Okay? Let's, let's look at it this way. Human achievement equals task productivity. I want you to get that. Now, everybody who's trying to go somewhere, you're really trying to get something done in your life. This is a monumental statement. Human achievement equals task productivity. Now, if you want to start a business, there's going to be 20 items, 20 things that you absolutely have to get done in order to start your business. Guess what? Your business is never going to start if you don't do those 20 items. That means you've got to get laser focused on achieving the tasks. That means daily working tasks that will get your goals and your objectives done in life. They are not going to happen through osmosis. They're not going to happen through just pie in the sky. You have to learn to focus your mind in order to achieve your dreams, whatever your dreams may be. Raising a great family to starting a multi-million dollar business. you got to understand the tasks and you got to be on top of it every single day. Anyone who has ever achieved success in this world since the beginning of mankind, they did it through achieving tasks. I understand what I need to do and I go and get it done. I want you to think about that for the rest of the day. What tasks are on my plate? that absolutely have to get done or I'll never reach my dream. This is Craftmatic, just trying to help you stay positive and laser focused on your highest and greatest good in life. Coming back? Are you going? Okay. Welcome back with Bar Talk with Jay. Welcome back. Special guest just came back into the building. If y'all didn't know, Kenya Sheets is in the building. Wow, okay. What's up, Bar Talk with Jay? What's uh, happening? Yeah. <laughs> so smooth, girl. So smooth. We're so Man, listen, we are glad to have you because, again, we one of the things we, we uh, greatly miss in our show is a woman's perspective. And uh, we get Kenya in the house, and uh, I consider Kenya... A uh, 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 level-headed woman, All right. you know, and that's what we need, you know. Uh, we done had some folks on the show go extreme, <laughs> and uh, I don't think we got a real 
good perspective. So uh, thank you for being with us tonight, Katie. Okay, let's get it started. Tonight, we are talking about can a broken woman ever truly love and trust again? Even a good man. Watch this. Can a broken man ever truly love and trust again? Even a good woman. I'm, I'm going to start with the woman one first. That's what you asked. I can't think like a woman. I ain't going to play games, okay? I'm just going to go by past experience. One of the things I can tell you, a, a broken person that don't even know they're broken and don't know what all happened, holding on and harvesting the pain, is going to be very difficult to move on. Yes. All right? And, and I don't care about how good you are. A good man, a broken man, it doesn't matter. A broken man will already know how to exploit you because you're going to show it. So them the ones you want to watch out for. A good person might not want to stay with you because of all the things you might be putting them through. So there's, it's a lot of dynamics when it comes to that. And that's why when you run across that, you're not quick to jump into it. Right. Um, you got to be patient. Right. Uh, that's where patience prevails when it comes to something like that. But please understand, you cannot fix a person that's not willing to accept the things that they went through. So you can be sitting there talking about how they can uplift and do this. If they don't want to get past that pain, they ain't hearing you. And I don't want to say you're just wasting your time because that person ain't a waste of time. They're just not receiving you at that moment. Right. I can't tell you to give up, but I can tell you to be patient. Because when they want to receive it and they need it, I need you to encourage them and give it to them. Yeah. But it might not be what you want to because you see they hurt. They don't see what you see. They're in pain. Their pain is blocking a lot of receptors that normally will pick up on what you're saying. They ain't. Yeah. And you got to be wise about that. And I'm going to tell you the first thing that you said there, Jane. Man, you always say such profound stuff. You said they don't know that they're broken. Correct. And, uh, you know, how often have we engaged in relationships with people who are uh, showing us things? They were clearly showing us things through their behavior and through the words and through their attitudes and messages. They were showing us that they had some, some brokenness from previous relationships. And uh, but they weren't aware of it. And uh, you, you can't you, you said it just perfect. You can't fix people. You can't change people until they know they want to be changed and they're ready to be changed. Uh, but that change will never come in those folks until they wake up to their fault, until they wake up unto their fault. Um, you know, very seldom in life is there something so inspiring that it will change. you. Right. Typically, the change has to come from within. The change is not going to come from the outside. It's got to come from within. I know. Um, you know, there are, there are people who, for example, it's just a light example. There are people who just plainly talk too much. And they've been told that all their life. Mm-hmm. Right? They've been, they've been, you know, they when you say it to them, it's something, it's a take they'll play of a hundred people who said that to them. But they still popping off at the mouth. And they still will not you know, will not come under the direction of what we call normal communication and, you know, rather than being, you know, popping off at the mouth. You just They just can't see it for themselves. They just can't get out of their own way, mm. right? And typically, they will not change until they experience enough pain. They have to have enough rejection before they say, hey, this just isn't working. Let me keep my mouth shut. Mm. And they'll be able at some point to look over their shoulder and say, I ruined this relationship. I met up this relationship. They said this about me. They'll, they'll gather it up, but it typically isn't until later in life and sometimes too late. They've burned too many bridges and uh, blown too many opportunities with the mouth. Uh, but they still didn't know. No. <laughs> right? 
And so you're not going to be able to change that. And so let's just say you are, uh, you met this person and you met them in a nice, engaging format. And then next thing you know, y'all start to talk and you start to realize that they pop off at the mouth all the time. That's, that's just what they do. Right. What do you do? Probably don't stay there. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, you probably decide that, hey, I'm only going to go so far with this person because I know I couldn't live with that. Right. That's not something that, you know, I, you know, I, you're I, in my peace. Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. Um, but, yeah, they don't they don't know they're broken. And so, uh, you know, the question we're talking about tonight is can a broken woman ever truly love and trust again, even a good man? Uh, they most certainly can't if they you know don't know that they're broken. But, um, you know, there's three answers to this question. And I think we're going to spend the rest of this show talking about it is yes. No, and a maybe slash if, right? Mm-hmm. If the circumstances are right, then she most certainly can trust again. She most certainly can open her heart again. She most certainly can see that a man can be uh, faithful and pure and whole and uh, trustworthy and, <coughs> and somebody she can lean on and somebody she can open up to, somebody she can share her pain with, somebody she can laugh with, somebody, you know, that there's, there's you know, once that, once that doorway is open mm-hmm. uh, for a woman to even begin to, uh, to trust and love again, uh, so much, it's like so much pent up love will just pour out of her. And, uh, and it, you know, I would imagine in such cases, it might be easy for her to really fall in love <laughs> into a deep love, uh, very early in the game. Once she know, once that floodgates open, you know, once you make her feel like she, you know, she, she's whole and complete being with a man, then she very well might just, just open the floodgates. And, uh, and, and that's a, that's a wonderful, wonderful place to be, man. You know, that's a wonderful place to be. If you have had love and you lost it or you've been without it and you haven't had it for a long time and you find it again and you think it's real, true and genuine, that is a fantastic place to be, right? Because you think about it, every relationship under the sun, and we know that more than half of them fail, are all looking for love. And if you find it, even only a glimpse of it, (laughs) it's a wonderful thing, is it not? Yes. (laughs) <laughs> it's not like yes. you might doubt that, Jay. I, 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 I got to give it because it, that's one of your most vulnerable moments really, when you're really in love. So yeah. when you get into it, you, you ain't going to be quick just to just announce it because you also know it comes with a lot of responsibilities. Yes. And by you giving so much of you, uh, some hurt can come back, but normally the, the love overshadows because it's a learning process when you're with that person that's trying to love you back. And when that hurt keeps happening, that's when you tend to push more away. And that's why some people can and cannot. It depends on what they've been hurt with and how they face it and how they're going to deal with it. So you're suggesting that some people can't? They can't when they hold on to the lot of the pain. When they feel like that person robbed me of me, when they take that hurt that deep, I mean, it, it gets to be so shallow where they look like taking their own life over what a person did. And it gets to be very serious. So you, you look like they had it because this person has moved on, but they are so damaged that they don't even know the wreck that just happened. They didn't see it. And that's the most scariest thing when you open yourself up to that person. And she wasn't that open. It wasn't that serious. But to them, you was my world. And you just walked away from me. Now you feel deserted. 
Now, you, you, if you don't have God, you don't have a strong foundation. It just rocked your whole core, your whole base. So why would I let somebody else do me like that? I'm going to build up a defense and ain't nobody ever going to hurt me again. Now it's more of an evil intent than a, than a healthy. Can you can you ever have a, a good relationship with somebody with a spirit that's Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. There's nobody's ever going to hurt me again. It's very difficult. And I'm not going to lie to you. You can break through only so? when they allow it. Yeah. Because normally not. Yeah. It's, it's a fight. Let's hear from Kim. What's your take? I just wanted to hear y'all speak about what we as women can do when we broke it. So that was very interesting. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. So what I do like is what Jay, Jay said earlier is about self-love. And I said that to somebody yesterday. And my answer was you have to be isolated and you're right you have to be alone but you can't be afraid to be alone and a lot of times we are running away from ourselves because we now have to take accountability for our own actions right and Mm -hmm. again like i said before your inner me can be your enemy so when you don't know how to be by yourself and you're always depending on someone else to be there you're not really getting the trueness of your vulnerability because it's still like someone else. You could probably have a yes person in your life that's always telling you like you're not wrong. Like, you know, versus when you sit by yourself and God's with you, you know, that conviction starts tearing up your spirit and you're able to cry, you know, you're able to just, you know, give a release. But to answer the question, can a broken woman love again? The answer is yes. And that can only be because when you're broken and depending on who, see, what y'all didn't ask was, can a strong man get a broken woman to love again? So it depends on who she's loving again or who, you know what I'm saying? Who Who is her partner that can nourish her soul, that can help to guide her and show her an example of a real man <coughs> or real love or what it's like to be in a genuine relationship. Strong. We're not always dating the right people, and that's probably why we're broken in the first place. But and that's so true. But the reality is, is it's so hard. Most people ain't for you, so it's, it's really gonna be a small. <laughs> but that's because people are dating for sex. We're not dating like if you bring up the Hawks, they have a team. You get what I'm saying? There's a bond. There's a connection. There's likeness. There's interest. That's shared. You know, mutuality of common interest in things so when you're not dating of your partner or your friend that's someone that got your back you know what i'm saying like somebody that has your best interest at heart somebody who look 
who's looking out for you, then you're not going to always be in the best relationship. I feel like, you know, as a as a partner, it's like if I drop something, you should be there to pick it up. Like, we should just have each other back. Like, that's like something that should be sacred. But a lot of times we're not dating our friends, we're dating our feelings. And I mean, you know, and right. our feelings can always lead us in these, you know, relationships that we're not supposed to be in because we felt like this in the moment. But like Jay said, we're not assessing or crap. We're not assessing who we're dating. Yeah. And so when you get to know these people and their capabilities, then you can, and you know your worth, then you're able to discern, can this person handle me? Can this person steer me in the right direction? And then the other opposite, the other answer to that question is, yes, a, bro, a broken woman can love again, but hurt people hurt people. So now it's like she's in, a, uh, she's in another relationship. She knows she's broken at this point. But she just, she's afraid to be alone. So she's carrying the baggage and the weight from every relationship until the next, until she realizes it's it can't be me. I mean, it can't be them. It has to be me. Right. And what does she do when she gets to that point? At that point, you don't want to be around nobody. Yep. <laughs> At that point, you are over relationships because they don't work. Like, you're the common denominator. You know? And then at that same point, where I was struggling with with was I was healing, but because I wasn't whole, it's different from being healing because we're healing to be whole. Yes. So I was healing, I wasn't whole. So, but at the same time, I guess I didn't learn my lesson because I started dating the same person, but in a different body. Mm-hmm. That happens a lot. And that's because either you're not over them or still something that you need, again, a lesson that you need to learn, but at that point, I had to figure out for myself, what is it about me that I'm attracting these men or these boys? And so mm-hmm. now, when I date, I want the guy to like me more than I like him because my type ain't right. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> at this point, it needs to be the opposite of what I'm used to. Okay. Mm, that's so powerful. How we doing on time, Got two minutes? Okay. Why attracting different people? That's you know, man, you got so much here. Hurt people, hurt people, and um, uh, friends versus feelings. <laughs> you know, um, uh, you got to get to know them. You know, that means it takes time, uh, and you know, it kind of sounds like we're we're, we're drifting kind of all over the place. But every comment here is is making a difference to the yes, overall subject here. You know, can a broken woman, can a broken person ever truly love and trust again? Uh, even a good man, and I think I think Kenya put it just perfect that you know, a strong man can certainly bring back a broken spirit. A strong woman can certainly bring back a a, a strong man. Uh, and, you know, a strong woman can bring back a man who's broken. And uh, you know, we all will have those times where we are broken. We will all go through the episode of a broken heart, and um, and you know, we might keep blaming the outer world. I think Kenya said it perfectly that we ultimately need to be pointing the finger back at ourselves. So uh, <clears throat> what a great, great segment of dialogue. And uh, I want you folks to stay with us. Uh, we're going to be right back with more Bar Talk with Jay right after this. Mind of man is capable of anything. Man can alter his life by altering his thinking. Change your mindset. Change your life. This is Mindcraft with Craftmatic. Yes. Oh, oh. <laughs> that drive might need to be in there. 
We didn't play with these though. That's what it is on the ground. I got one for the fellas today. Yeah. Fellas, it seems to be women. I imagine when we play it again, it'll grab it. We're out laughing. It seems like women really don't want to be cocked off. I don't know what the action is. I just leave the drive time. But I'm finding that there are a lot of weird wives. Why two are living their lives without their husbands to provide for them. 
Uh, let's go ahead and, and uh, keep talking about the subject here. Can a broken person ever truly love and trust again? How do we know that we are broken? When we see the, the, the same negative outcomes with the same behavior. Okay. Okay. So, in other words, we see the pattern of right. attracting the same types of people. People in situations. It's, okay, and I'm, I'm a big, big believer that if I see something happening over and over and over again, mm -hmm. somehow I'm manifesting it, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, I've, you know, I've taken that much ownership in my life, and so I, yeah, keep attracting the same kind of people, right? Um, um, keep making the same types of mistakes, the same types of errors. Uh, I even notice it in my business. You know, I'll keep attracting the same types of customers, and uh, I'll keep running into the same types. And I'm like, Stacey, you got to reach for people who are, you know, more ready to buy a car. You got to reach for people who are, um, uh, who are looking for a car. You know, you got to really move toward that that direction. So, um, yeah, sometimes you know we can assess that we are hurt by looking at our outer world, is there anything that we might experience on the inside that might tell us that we are broken? On the inside. We get, loneliness. We're getting deep. Okay. I feel, okay, I can say... Loneliness is good. Loneliness, but on the inside, I think it's just guilt. Like, just blaming yourself, condemning yourself. Okay. Like, I'm, like, very strict with myself. Like... Ooh. I feel like I discipline myself because I don't want to feel this way again. So it's like I need to like feel it and know that it hurts to say that this is hot and I don't need to touch it no more. Like I don't need to do that anymore. And so I think it's 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 really like playing the being a victim. Like just stop being a victim. Stop thinking that it's everyone else's fault for you know why I'm going through this. And like I write in 100 sheets, it's like acknowledge the role that you played in in the situation. Mm. Mm. That's good. Because we're always like, but well, he did this, but she did that. But it's like, well, what role? And if that means you didn't speak up, you didn't share your feelings when you should have, that's still your fault. Because yes. that was an opportunity. And at that point, you're being a coward about how you feel. Yes. And I think because we're afraid of rejection, and somebody not, you know, me trying to share my feelings with Jay, but I, I want to refrain for that because I'm afraid if he just, you know, just don't, you know, throw it under the bus, like he's not going to be interested. And so it's like speak our minds, you know, no matter what, but also to just be honest with ourselves. Mm, that's so important. She gave some serious key factors. Oh man, oh man, and I want to regurgitate them because that's what the show is about. This is a, yeah, I want, you know, I want to share those again because I, I I took notes, good notes, and and let's just marinate on each one of those. Right. The first thing she said was loneliness. If you're experiencing loneliness, that's a self love issue. That's a that's an issue that I'm not necessarily okay with myself. I'm not okay. Now, you it could be normal that, hey, I just long for a relationship. I long for some. So there's always been somebody in my life. I just kind of long to have somebody in my life, somebody to talk to and just, you know, send text with and go out with, et cetera, et cetera. But if it's, uh, if it's a, you know, a pure, true feeling of loneliness, there may be some brokenness going on there. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, Self-guilt. You're guilty about what happened in the past. And let's not leave out the fact that you might have been the reason the past Ooh. didn't work. 
That's true. You might have been the very reason that, you know, you're feeling guilt because you screwed it up. And you're having to deal with what you did. And the other person might not know what you did. But you know that the truth is always going to prevail. And what should happen will always happen. And you get what you deserve. And so now you're sitting around feeling guilty about what you did. And the only thing I can say to that is, you know, the, the Lord created a pathway for us to, to move back into wholeness. And it's called repentance. Mm-hmm. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. You don't have to repent to the world, but you do have to repent to God. God, I didn't mean to do this. I didn't mean to hurt that person. Can you please take this heaviness off me? Can you please take this feeling of guilt away from me? And and I think, you know, dealing with uh, that guilt uh, proactively, especially, you know, with the Lord, you know, talk to yourself if you need to, is a very important step. Condemning myself. Kenya said, I find myself condemning myself. Right. I'm not a good person. Uh, I'm not good enough for them. Um, you know, I might not be smart enough. Or I might... mean, like I knew better. I shouldn't have did that. Ah, I should have did. OK, I love right. it. Yeah. Right. I know better than that. Yes. Right. Yeah. Anyway, that's why I'm mad. Yeah. Let me tell you, there's, there's something to be said about being mad mm. for what you put yourself through. Yes. Mm-hmm. There's something to be said about being upset with yourself. And, right. and I think that's part of that's a self-accountability um, that, you know, hey, I'm, I know better than this. Mm-hmm. I saw that mess from the very beginning. I saw it from the front door and I stayed with them another three months, another mm-hmm. year, another five years. I saw that just three, four years ago. But yet I put myself through that. Man, I'm just not going to, you know, I'm, I don't know. I'm a horrible decision maker. I'm just... You know, I, I don't know, I'm attracting the wrong people, whatever, right? Condemning oneself, right? Mm-hmm. Here's another thing. Um, I really like this comment. She okay. says, I just don't want to feel that way again. I just don't want to go through that no more. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, that's a sign that you are growing. It, it, yeah, you're growing. There's a mountain to climb. You know that you are not there yet, mm-hmm. right? Because you know you are not strong enough to maybe deal with having to experience that same outcome and that same thing again, somebody doing you wrong or whatever, right? Um, and I'll I tell you, one of the things I just recently learned in my prayer life was that um, it's kind of an, an emotional intelligence idea. I mean, emotional intelligence is my ability to understand how I'm really feeling at any given moment, right? right? How am I really feeling about things? And, um, 
And so, you know, I, I need to I need to be aware of my feelings so that I can um, I can, if nothing else, pray over it. And so I began to recognize that, you know, in recent times that, hey, Stacy, you're really a little bit running away from some of those feelings that you had. And I remember having dark nights. Is it break time? OK, I remember having dark nights uh, in my troubles with 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 my ex. And I remember saying to myself, man, Lord, just can you just get this feeling out of my chest? Can you get this feeling away from me? I don't want this feeling anymore. I, you know, whatever it is, I want to come against it. What the opposite of it, the, you know, the antonym. I, I just want to get rid of this feeling. I don't want to feel like I'm powerless. I don't want to feel like I'm, I'm always, you know, got a feeling in somebody else's gap, so to speak. You know what I mean? I want to, I don't want that feeling. And if you're feeling that way, you got to pray. And I think, um, recognizing me, recognizing on the back porch that I was feeling that way and just told the Lord to get rid of that. I can't, I can't put a word to what that was I was feeling. I feel but it didn't feel I good. Feel it didn't feel good. And I'm, I'm teaching even myself in prayer that sometimes I'll think about an idea I'm about to do and I'll have this fear. Like, damn, I don't want to spend that much money. They might take me. You know, I just had all this fear. And I said, Lord, get rid of that fear. Right. Get it out of me. Take it over there. I don't want to. I don't want to fear. I don't want to make decisions in a fear-based consciousness. So dealing with the uh, the emotion, dealing with the very thing that you know you don't want to feel again, it might be a way to help you, you know, begin to overcome some of that, so you can move on to a healthy, happy relationship. Right. Being a victim, she said. Being a victim, right? They keep doing this to me. They keep doing this to me. They keep doing this to me. You're never going to change anything until you take control of, of it and until you take ownership of it. Mm -hmm. Period. Mm -hmm. If you go into your next relationship and you ain't say to yourself, you know what, I let that happen last time. I ain't let that happen this time. Put your foot down. Right. I'm going to put my foot down. Because you know you should have put your foot down in the beginning, right? Um, uh, here's another good one. Acknowledge my role ah. in, what, in what happened. Mm -hmm. Okay? It's kind of the same thing. Acknowledge my role. Uh, and here's another good one: uh, being afraid of rejection. Of course, that's a that's a big one. We can sit in our living room and think about dating. And you ever been sitting in your you're sitting been getting dressed to go out? Mm -hmm. And when you said to yourself, "When I get to the club tonight, I'm gonna meet somebody," you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna holler at somebody. I'm gonna talk to somebody. Right. And then you get there, and there's lots of people making eyes with you, but you don't go holler at them. And why? Because you have this fear of rejection. Right? That or you trying to make your move and you see they move back. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't moving with you. They ain't, they ain't Don't look like that's gonna work out oh, well. Not doing the snake with you, hey, you know. You know, listen, I have been a closer in my life, especially okay. in my business. Okay. And uh you gotta get through three no's before yeah, you get yeah, to yeah. the good stuff. Is that right? what happens? Yeah. And sometimes you make them feel bad about not wanting to talk to you. You say, hey, right. did I do something wrong to you? <laughs> They'll be like, no, you didn't do anything wrong. I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm just trying to meet you. just trying to get to know you. Usually that wall is a, a fear-based wall, especially women. You know, we guys know if we go and holler at somebody, she might be a little standoffish at first, you know, man. She might be trying to hold a position, you know, figure you out, make sure you ain't like the last Find couple of that's yeah, how y'all yeah. need to start. Hey, how you doing? You looking nice? You want a drink? Okay. Period. Okay. That, you know, that's okay. one way. See, everybody's offering a drink. Nobody want to hear, hey, beautiful, you look good tonight. Like, that becomes cliche. But I think we're on a whole other subject, but, but you're yeah. talking about some real shit right now. Yeah, I'm here. Buy a drink. Buy a drink. And it can be water. Just you ask. Yeah. Yeah. You know what you're saying? Women who... 
who are out, who like to go out. You know, there are women who just like to go out. They like to club and party and, you know, not necessarily party, just be at spots, hanging out. Um, right. They hear that a lot. Let me buy you a drink. They hear that a lot. Everybody says that. Everybody wants to buy them a drink. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, that's just common. That's old cliche. You know what I'm saying? These and, dudes ain't buying no drinks these days. This They ain't buying this pandemic. Uh, <laughs> so, so you got to move into the 40 year bracket. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you move into the 40 year bracket, they, you know, they got a little sense. You know what I'm saying? They try to court you a little bit. You, you say, buy me a drink. Buy me a drink. Why I got, you know, these folks different. Well, and we in the ATL too. Let me just say that. You, know? you don't know. It might be somebody else buying you a drink. You don't know what? ATL. I don't know how we got to that note, but you know, we were always talking about being afraid of rejection. Just and, saying, uh, you know, part of. And we ain't gonna reject no drink. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in the end, one of the greatest things that uh, that Kenya shared with us was just be honest with ourselves. Yep. And, uh, you know, being honest with ourselves might be one way to overcome our own insecurities in a relationship. And, uh, you know, everybody's not going to be for you. You have to be a little more selective the next time. You're going to have to be a little more critical. You're going to have to be a little more decisive, a little more intentional. Um, patient. A little more patient. Okay. Yeah. Let's get back to that. Yeah. Absolutely. Don't rush. Don't rush. Don't rush. That's what you don't know. Man, let me tell you, we probably need to spend some time on that, that not rush piece, because uh, that's what gets us in trouble sometimes, right? Here's the nature of a relationship. You meet somebody, you start talking, and if you ain't got a whole lot going on, you just kind of be swooping and swooping and swooping, and next thing you know, you're looping. And then you're looping. It's hangover. Just saying. Getting it in. Right. <laughs> you're looping. Yeah. Yep. Uh, that's just the way it happens. So you got to find a way to maybe to slow that down, you know? Be, be a little more relaxed. Be a little more patient, like like Kenya was talking about, you know? It's about, it's about that time, Yeah? Okay. Um, you know, patience will save you years of pain. We prayed over patience this morning. Yeah. But, uh, uh, you know, sitting still for a little while, just getting a good lay of the land, understanding yourself, giving yourself time to uh, go on a journey of a relationship. You know, if you've been single for a while, uh, when you step into a relationship, you give up a lot of self. Mm-hmm. You give up a lot of Boundaries. you. You give up a, a, a lot of you, absolutely. Um, and you know, in most cases, I've just come to learn that to be in a relationship, you're going to end up giving up a lot of things and maybe even most of what you want to be with that person. Attention, time, and affection. Yeah. And, uh, you know, whether you, you know you want to be hanging out with the fellas or the ladies or, you know, you want to go and take classes or you want to travel the world and, you know, your significant other is in that mode, you're going to have to give up that stuff in order to be in a good, healthy relationship because right. you can't be, you can't do both. Right, so uh, you know it's important to think about what you give up uh, when you go into these relationships. It's a give take, though. Yeah, it, it is a give take, and we gonna we gonna we gonna talk. She about ain't it. giving up nothing. I told you back to that slot. Yeah, I'm going there one <laughs> yeah. way. I ain't yeah. playing. I ain't playing. Listen, I love the direction the show has been going. This is fantastic dialogue. I want you folks to stay tuned. We're gonna be right back with more bar talk with Jay right after this. That's right, that's right. Don't y'all be scared. This ain't 5 This ain't 5 Yeah, yeah, I got to do something different, y'all. Got to tell y'all a little something, something. This is the J-Mobile. Yeah, Bart Talk with Jay finally getting to this advertising, yo. Uh, I just want y'all to see that we got some changes coming. With these changes, you'll be able to get to see a little bit more of me. Yeah. 
Because, uh, you know, if, if somebody could just hear that message and it just puts a smile on their face for another two or three times in a day, mm-hmm. it brought some joy in their heart. You know, mm-hmm. they open the doorway of joy. When you smile, you know, something about it is just brightening, you know, to you. You know, it takes it takes many more muscles to frown than just smile. Only thing I can tell you, the person that's coming up next, I don't know if he's going to be smiling or frowning, depending on how his is, how his emotions is, how he feels. It didn't rain 
but he can put rain on you. So let's introduce this person this time. Hopefully he's on the line. Jeffrey, how you doing tonight, big baby? Brother Jay, Brother Craft, how's it going, fellas? Doing good over here. Going well, man. It's going well. We are always glad to have you uh-huh. in the uh, in the studio and uh, excited about your uh, <laughs> your commentary tonight. How are you, my friend? Man, you know I'm I'm really happy about the guest y'all got on on the show tonight. You know I I, I actually happen to know her. She's a real hey, young lady. Knows <laughs> 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 coming. Why I gotta be lusty? Listen, what are you about to say to us tonight? We want the tea, Jeffrey. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Man, listen, you know, I'm going to take a discrimination and say that uh, in spite of that, my, my, my granddaughter, she still loves me. And my oh, mom, they love me. So my, my siblings, they all love me. My children, they love me. And um, yeah, in spite of all of that, <laughs> you know what time it is. Yes, sir. Oh, it's time for you to close your mouth and listen. You ask me some questions, I'll give you some answers from a man's point of view. Well, I got one reason for the habitually single woman, and I got one reason for the habitually single man as to why you might be single. But before we get into that, here is my disclaimer. Now, see, what I'm going to talk about right now for you, and the time you want, I want you to put your foot up in this shoe. But if it does apply to you, I want you to put both feet in both shoes and walk around in it because you're about to learn something tonight. Ladies, you go first. Okay. All right, ladies, some of y'all are single simply because you don't understand relationship dynamics. This is what I mean. See, if something doesn't serve you, well, you decide you're going to leave. If a man approaches you, well, you decide you just can't be bothered. If a man doesn't approach you, well, he must be gay. If a man approaches you, meets you, and ghost you, well, he was just intimidated by you. If a man approaches you, meets you, get in a relationship with you, loves you, and then decides to leave you, well, he couldn't handle a strong, educated woman. But the fact is, you have poor relationship skills because you worked on everything like your job and your degree. But you never worked on your heart. Mm. And that's exactly why your ass is sick. Oh. <laughs> Man, you, wow. must have been you must have been listening to the first half of the show. No, nah, I think he was just bad. <laughs> I don't know. Like, who is she? Yeah. And leave her alone. <laughs> I understand relationship dynamics. And it all came down to her sense of self. Yeah, it goes back to self-love. It goes back to that self, man. So, so Jeffrey, what we got to do to get that heart right? 
That's a whole different topic. <laughs> That's a whole show. Okay. Back to you, man. <laughs> All right, fellas. Don't think I'm letting y'all off the hook. Fellas, you are next. All right, man, to me, all the single, simply because you suffer from that affliction called you used to. See, 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 this is what I mean. See, your woman complains that when you first met her, you used to send her flowers. And you used to make an effort, or you used to bathe every day. <laughs> or you used to be fit. Or you used to pick up behind yourself. Or you would cook her a dish. Or a meal every week, or you used to pay for things, or you used to express your dreams, or you had a fire and a drive. But now you've gotten soft when, in fact, she wants you to be hard. You've gotten rough when you should be tender. You've gotten cold when you used to be the source of her soul's heat and her heart's desire, all because you were never that man in the first place. So now when it comes to, well, so now when it comes down to it, she won't even let you say that you used to be her man because she left your ass thing. Oh, 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 hold on. Everyone let clap it. Hold on. Hold on. He don't hurt some folks. <laughs> There's some people sitting back right now. Yeah. I love the used to be because that's really that's really what it is. Like, y'all just get us and then you just stop. <laughs> then in the first place to get us. Yeah. You know, I wonder why that yeah, is. Yeah. <laughs> you need to work on your heart. <laughs> you used to help me work on my heart. Yeah. No, I'll work on your back. <laughs> we used to be the same thing. Yeah. 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 You used to be interested in my dreams. Help yeah. me. Now you ain't interested no more. You know what I'm saying? Oh, right. Well, I tell you what, Jeffrey, you hit us between our eyes tonight, man. I love it. I love it. Back to you, my friend. All right. I want to speak to the brothers and to the sisters on the institution of marriage. It is a worthy endeavor. You get so many legal protections when you are married. Yeah, you say it's a piece of paper, but guess what? When you don't have that piece of paper, you also ain't entitled to nothing. I'm ashamed to say, but DMX's common law wife was just told that she's not entitled to a dime. Not one penny even though she was with him for several years. Don't get it twisted. I believe that he loved her and she loved him. I do not think she's trying to be a gold digger. I think that she invested in that man, and rightfully so, she should be an heir to his assets. That ain't how the court sees it. The courts give more rights to an ex-wife than they give to a girlfriend. So here's my advice for you men and for you women. Men put a ring on it. Women go and get that piece of paper because in the end, that's the only thing that's going to protect the assets that you develop jointly. I need you to understand, in the end, that's the only thing that's going to protect the assets that you develop jointly should one of you leave this earth. And that's all I got. Man, 
Yeah, you know, yeah. Brother Jeffrey, you talking about taking my shit, man. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you can't take it with you. I know, I got to make sure it's the right one, though. And it might take me 25 years to figure that out. Wow. You know? Man, I wish. Yeah, you know, woo, but that ring, you put a ring on and get a piece of paper, well, you put a lot of pressure on the brother. Man, <laughs> you know? I don't but I love it. I love it. You know, and I think it's a protection mechanism. You know, you got to. If you're going to be with somebody, you got to be all in. And uh, that's one of the ways to, you know, you know, when you when you create that marriage, you really are in a bond. You really are in a, a, a working relationship. And and, and, the, and the, the paperwork forces you to do the right thing sometimes. Let me know what's real. Put huh? a ring on it. Put a ring on it. Yeah. Yeah. And, but it's so hard to put a ring on that. I've known you for about a year and... I know you for a year and you want me to promise forever. And yeah. I don't know enough. You don't <laughs> you know? show forever. Yeah, you, know, you ain't looking like forever. You don't come over all the time. You, know? <laughs> you ain't consistent, but you can, you want consistency. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ooh, right right now. Yeah, yeah. Listen, oh man, brother Jeffrey, I'm, I'm loving, I'm loving your commentary. I want you to comment on uh, our subject for tonight, and uh, in the way that you do, it goes like this: Can a broken person ever truly love and trust again? Even another good person? Well, well, yeah, absolutely they can for an extremely small and short amount of time. Because what's going to happen, the fact that they are broken, they're fragments. You can't cross a broken bridge, but you can go as far as that bridge is stirring. When you get to that broken part, that's when you can't go no, no more. So depending upon the level and the severity of the brokenness, yeah, that person can go right up until that point, but they can go no further. And that's where that person who's whole is going to leave that ass single because they don't they know that, hey, I, I can get more than this. My market value is worth more than this. I understand that you're broken, but I can't fix you. I got some super glue, but guess what? I had to use that to repair myself. You got some super glue, but you got it in the tube. You haven't even twisted the top off. You haven't even clipped that little lip at the point, that little tip. Right. So let some of the super glue out. You still got it in the damn package. But you want me to sit here and try to use some of the glue that I've used to repair myself. Hell no. <laughs> I'm going to need you to do the work to make yourself whole. Now, we're all growing. We're all evolving. But if you ain't opened up that packet of super glue and you ain't started gluing nothing on, I ain't got nothing for you. And that's all I got. I love it, Brother Jeffrey. I got to ask you a quick follow-up question, man, to those people who uh, may be broken. How would you, you know, we talk about there's not enough healing going on. How does a broken person overcome being broken? Uh, starting. The first thing is starting. Starting is also the easiest thing, but because it's the easiest thing, it's so hard to do. Because people get comfortable in their brokenness. It becomes familiar. It becomes a lover, if you will. Mm. I understand this lover. I understand the broken pattern. I understand the risk involved in staying broken. But I don't know what's on the other side of trust. Because I might get hurt. I might also love again. But I might get hurt. And because I'm in the bed with the brokenness, the distrust, and the trauma, and it loves me so good, and I'm so safe over here, I'm missing out on the pure bliss and the ecstasy of whole, healed love. 
So I'm gonna play it safe, but that's the thing. You gotta face it. You gotta go right at it. And I don't mean go at it walking. You gotta go at it running. You gotta go at it determined to get your degree in healing, your uh, master's degree in wholeness, your PhD in healthiness. And once you do that, like you did your other degrees, you're gonna be all right. Mm. Amen. Amen. I love it. You got that up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for your commentary, man. I made some great notes here. Uh, any parting words for us, my friend? Man, I just need everybody to understand. I understand that it might be a little scary, but in the end, if you don't have a legal paper, if your mate gets sick, the family can kick your ass out of the hospital. And that's all I got. Mm. All right, Brother Jeffrey. Uh, we'll look to hear from you next week, man. Thank That's you right. so much. Later. All right, y'all take care. All right. And uh, folks, you have heard from the good Reverend Dr. Jeffrey. He put it down, did he? Did yes, he did. Bishop Jeffrey. <laughs> my God, my God. Are we are we just, we got three minutes. Okay. Um, well, just a, just a, I like what he's saying. Just for the ones that's nervous about marriage. There's still some things you can do. You can add people to your will. You can also do uh, binding contracts, especially if you've got a business, to make sure people is divided out how you really want it. You know, I'm not pushing away from marriage, and I'm not telling you not to get married. I'm just trying to tell you if you've got a business and you're doing big things and you want to make sure some people are covered, you can do things without just being married. You can also write people in. And that way, it's already legally binding they will automatically get a piece of it regardless of anything else. And, and I'm just saying that's the direction you want to go. Yeah. I'm just giving options. I'm not telling people not to get married. Yeah, and I, I just want to ask you about that, Jay. So uh, you've made a decision. You love this person so much. You've made the decision that you want to give them a portion of your estate. You want to leave something behind. They're so important that you want to make sure that they are covered when you're gone. Why not marry them? Just because I want to leave them something don't mean that I, I see that that's my person. I mean, don't get me wrong. I've I walked a nice little life right now that I can tell you. I would like to leave some things, but some of the people I would want to leave it to, that's not a person I want to finish my life with. It's not meant for me just to be married to them just to give them that gift. If yeah. I want to give them something, I don't have to feel like I have to give them a ring yeah. and a unity or a falseness because that's not what I want. I'm going right. to give you what I really want to give you, not with somebody's telling me. Okay. I don't want to be led. I want to, I, I want to be a leader. I hear that, but I want you to apply this to DMX's situation. You know, his wife, his, his, you know he, they've been together for years, and so, you know, he probably could have rolled a wheel or whatever, but at that point, I'm like, well, why don't you just marry her, right? Again, they've been together for years. You've been together for years. If he wasn't, if that's not what, well, again, he might not have been feeling like that's what he wanted. He right? can't marry before. Right. And if he don't want to be married again, that's his right. And why would I, I can't he? I can't say no more than that. Why wouldn't he? He might have been hurt and he might have been to a place where he didn't want to enter it again. I can't speak for another man, yeah. but I can tell you if he didn't want to, there's still provisions you can take just to ensure the person you with. Yeah, yeah. And and you know, we only had a couple minutes for this portion of the segment, but I, I really am just trying to ask the question out loud. If you're willing to give a portion of your life and you're gonna be with him for thirteen years. Why wouldn't you marry him? <laughs> now, it'd be different, like, if the 13 years you broke up nine times and you really only been together six and a half years out of 13. And, you know, I can see that. But if you're with somebody consistently for 10, 12, 13 years, why, and, and you're even considering writing them in your estate, why wouldn't you marry him? We're going to cover that potentially a little bit more uh, when we get back. Y'all folks, stay tuned. Uh, we'll be right back with more Bar Talk with Jay 
right, right after this. Mind of man is capable of anything. Man can alter his life by altering his thinking. Change your mindset. Change your life. This is Minecraft with Craftmatic. Welcome to Minecraft. Hey, welcome to Minecraft. My name is Minecraft, and here's another great segment tonight on It's another word we just really don't spend enough time talking about. In fact, I wonder, for those of you who are, you know, grown right now, uh, and I hope all of you are called by now, but how many times have you ever really been taught what integrity is? Who's teaching integrity? Should be, in most cases, of people are being taught by their parents, their family, their brothers. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. And sometimes it's just by trial and error. Everybody knows a child will take something, right? But they have to be taught that taking something um, or not telling the truth is not a, a good thing. And so it seems like the world needs to hear that lesson over again. And so I just want to spend some time on the idea of integrity. And I'm really challenging you tonight uh, to... Take a look at your own levels of integrity. Um, oftentimes, we have been living lies. We've been uh, telling people our stories, and the fish just gets bigger and bigger every year. <laughs> we've been talking about trips that we never took. And we've been talking about people we've never met. And we, you know, we see in the world all of these kinds of lies. People said this, people didn't say that, and. And next thing you know, we, we, we the, the whole discussion and the whole situation gets all mangled up because nobody really knows the truth. And so I want to just encourage you tonight to uh, to take a look at your levels of integrity. How honest are you being with the world, and how honest are you being with yourself? Really, the greatest lie that you can tell is the lie that you tell to yourself. Because it's going to cause the most pain. You may not experience a whole lot of pain because you lie to your friend, relative, or someone, uh, someone else. But if you lie to yourself, you are being incongruent. You have a, a spirit and a mind that's divided against itself. And it really tears your spirit down. It really causes you to not function at full measure when you're not in integrity. Because you cannot live a lie. In other words, you are always looking over your shoulder. You are always trying to think back to what you said to, uh, to that person or what you did. And we don't need to live a life where we look over our shoulder. I think one of the talks that I'm going to give uh, over the coming weeks is how to break bad news. Because we don't break the bad news because we have a fear of the outcome. 
and and having a fear of the outcome, one, and then telling a lie about it, compounding it, two, and then hurting people, misleading people, taking advantage of situations, because you will not tell the truth, doesn't work either. We're all facing karmic law. So let me just put it this way. Let's say that you're talking to your boss, and you tell your boss that you did the work, and you know that you didn't do the work. You're telling him that it was done, and it was done a great job, and you spent so much time, etc. You just told your boss a bold-faced lie, right? Well, when you tell that lie, behind your back, over here somewhere in your life, somebody else is telling you a lie. You see... You live by the sword, you die by the sword. If you are going to be uh, unrighteous out here, then you're going to experience unrighteousness from someone else. It's a karmic law. That's the way it all works. So I'm encouraging you folks to begin to live by a high level of integrity. Begin to live by a high level of honesty. Your entire reputation is based upon it. How you uh, follow through on your own commitments, how you follow through on commitments to others, whether you break bad news to people, it's okay to be the bad guy sometimes. When you've done something wrong, own up to it. This is how you build trust in other people. This is how you build trust in the world. If you tell me a lie, and I find out that you told me a lie, the very next time that you come to me on any subject, whether it, you're right, it's wrong, you were, you were doing it right, you were taking advantage of whatever the case may be, I have no more love for you. Because you have lied to me, you have lost my trust. I no longer can trust anything you say. I no longer can believe anything you say. If you tell me one little lie, I have to apply your behavior to every other thing you say. Now our relationship has been tainted because you are unwilling to tell me the truth. And if you know that I'm your friend, you know that you can count on me, don't mislead me with the falseness. Don't lose my trust because you are afraid of reality. The mind of man. All right. All right, John. All right. All right. Welcome back. Welcome back. What up, though? Yeah, man. I love that uh, <laughs> that segment we just had, man, about integrity. You know, we all just need to step it up a little bit more. And um, because, again, we're facing that karmic activity. And so uh, <clears throat> righteousness is the only way to get through life now. And if you, uh, if you do bad things, I think the universe has a way of coming to get you a little faster. Mm. You know, if you're hurting people with lies and untruths, then uh, you're going to face the karma and you're going to face the uh, the hurt that you gave out is going to be the same hurt that you typically get back mm-hmm. and sometimes even more. Okay, because you're you not only did you deny the truth then, but you've been denying the truth the whole time up to that very moment that you receive your uh, your karmic law. You know? So uh, so let's all just uh, just open the doorway. Um, more important to be honest with yourself, you know. Um, you know, if you know you've been the problem in your relationships, be honest with yourself. If you know you caused the trouble in the last relationship, be honest with yourself. 
if you know you're just afraid of people getting close to you for whatever reason, something you grew up with, you know, something you learned in your last relationship, be honest with yourself. If people being around you too much, you know, they always want to be together. It's just crowding your personal space. Be honest with yourself. Right? Create the space that you need. Be honest with yourself. Don't you don't you don't have to do anything but be honest with yourself. And if you do that, then you're gonna live a life of that that's whole and pure. I agree, but most people don't want to assess themselves. That's one of the most difficult things that they want to do because they got too much to blame. That's how you know a broken situation because all they ever want to do is blame. They don't want to take responsibility because they see that they had some things that they did wrong. But what was blatant is what they did. And because of that, that's why I did what I did. Knowing that's not the truth, but it's easy to hide behind. Because I don't want to face, because I know I have to deal with me. I'd rather just deal with you. So it's easy for me just to cast you out and talk about you than fix me. Because I know that I probably won't do it again. But if you really didn't face it and understand it, I promise you will repeat it because you're not understanding all what you did wrong. You're too busy blaming and hating on that other person and putting all that there in that direction. That negative energy is why it comes back to you. You never changed it. And it's hard for you to change it because you don't even want to see it. It's a defense mechanism. Yeah, it, it is. And, you know, I, I asked a friend of mine this question uh, not, not too long ago. Um, uh, she has a history of uh, her ex, you know, basically was a cheater. You know, he was, he was a cheater. And she said he had not always been a cheater. And uh, it just dawned on me one day to ask her just, just to get her feedback because she's actually a very, very beautiful person. Uh, but I asked her, why would he cheat on you? Was there anything that you might have done to contribute to him wanting to cheat on you? What did she say? She really couldn't answer. She said, uh, you know, I never really thought about it like that. And, um, uh, you know, she never came well, to Well, what answer. can make anybody want to cheat on somebody besides being spiteful and doing and cheating bad? Like, what makes somebody want to cheat? What would make want to cheat? How about I'm royally unfulfilled at home? Well, how why not you, leave? Like, how about you talk I mean, too much? Why not get married? Yeah, why don't shut up? <laughs> you keep coming at them. Yeah. You're disrespectful. You know, you can do things that are make not make a person cheat. I don't want to make you think anybody. That's a choice that they make, period. Right, right. But you can do things that make me want to not look at you the same. I'm not going to say cheat because that got to be in the thought process of that person. Right. I am saying, yes, it's going to be in the thought process of me leaving your behind. But to some people, I don't want to leave you, but I'm not going to keep putting up with this, but I'll get satisfied over here. These are choices. I can't tell you why they make all these choices. Right. I can only tell you what could make me feel like I want to tolerate your behind. Right. And that's your mouth, the disrespect, and the constant nagging of things that you feel like I'm not hearing, and you just keep doing it. And it feels like now I'm, I'm overwhelmed, and I don't want to come home. So naturally, if I don't come home to you, not saying I have to come home to somebody else, I'm hanging out with my boys now. Because I find more peace in the street than coming home to you. Men want peace. They do not want to hear bullshit all the time. I understand it ain't all bull. Some things he, you really need for him to do. But to him, I fight at work. And now I got to come home and fight What you. if you do bring the peace? What if you are everything and more and he still stepping out? Now I can say there's a couple of things on that note. One, if he keeps stepping out, 
But why saying. is he doing it in the first place? Well, if he well, has one, that might have been him. You might understand. You got with a person that that's just his behavior. That's his thing. Yeah. So he, you he thought he would calm down because of the things that's that you horrible. gave him, and he's still doing him. Right. So why does he say yes to the relationship? He might have said yes just to sue you. You know, it's, it's nice to have somebody sitting next to it's me, nice but to I somebody. still want to do me. Oh, so it, it's horrible, but it's the truth. It's listen. I it ain't just me either. Women do it too. What do you mean it's horrible? Yeah, my favorite do word, My favorite words came from you. Jeffrey. <laughs> Jeffrey said, "Anybody who cheats is just pure selfish. Okay. You can blame anything you want. You can blame anybody you want." They did not honor their commitment. That's valid for me. And uh, I think that's what it will always come down to. However, there are things that push people away from you. There are things that cause people not necessarily want to go out and cheat. It's not going to start with going out and cheating. It's going to start with, I'm going to stay the hell away from you today. It's going to start with, okay, you know, I'm really feeling, yeah, like you don't understand me. Like, you you know, we're talking a different language. It's going to start with, a little more distance, a little less talking. It's going to start with, you know, some friction, some arguments, you know what I mean? You're going to start, to, you're going to see it starting to manifest, but if he decides that he's going to go out and cheat, by the time he decides that, he has been gone. He checked out. He checked out a long time ago, and you may not have understood the signs, but uh, they were most certainly all there. And I love it, Jay. You put it right. Uh, you know, mouth and disrespect, you know, men typically want peace. And I'm assuming women want peace as well, you know. Um, so, you know, I, I, I want to go back to, uh, just for a moment, the idea of self-assessment that, um, you know, a lot of people want to blame others. You know, they won't take responsibility. And in essence, they become comfortable in their brokenness mm -hmm. because they're running from the truth. Correct. And I just wanted to make that point. Um, you know, running from the truth, running from the truth about your contribution, running from the truth about acknowledging your role, running from the truth about, you know, condemning yourself, whatever, you know. Um, just, you really just got to find a way to um, to grill yourself, you know. I, I, I think we all need to put a hot iron on our on our backs and come to grips with who we really are and what we're really doing and what we're not really doing. Uh, because, see, the other person ain't going to really all the time know that you are broken, but they're going to start to see flaws. Yes, and they're going to walk away. Like Jeffrey said, it's like a bridge. Yeah. You, you're strong up to a point, but where you broken at? But where you broken at? People going to start recognizing that you won't. Yeah. And they're going to start pulling away from you, and you ain't understanding why you can't finish the prize, why you can't be happy with somebody and you stay in that broken state well that's because you're not trying to self-assess yeah you're not trying to look at all the things that's happening you just know you got everything i know i'm strong i know i make good money i know i shouldn't be treated this way they should love me why do they do this because you don't want to assess you want to just keep the power of knowing what you are doing great not knowing the things that you're doing to push people away and because of that alone, it's going to cause damage. It's going to cause you to realize that, hey, I don't want to face that. It's a fear. But I'm going to stay strong to myself and stay true to this way. Yeah. And I'm talking on a more of a man's side. Than denial, a woman. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. a denial, but it's also a strength building. I'm going to build on the strength that I know compared to the stuff that I don't want to face. Right. I know this person walked away from me, but I don't even want to know no more that he just wasn't strong enough. Uh -huh. And just keep it moving. Instead of saying, you know something, you're right. I, I wasn't there for them. You know, I'm self-centered. 
I was always thinking about my job, my money, my goals, not them. And guess what? That means I have to change. People don't like change. Why can't you accept me how I am? You jacked up how you are. Right. And you don't want to face it, but you feel like, yo, somebody out there for me. I got a whole ass that's going to come pick me up. And you all jacked up. But you feeling I'm fine because my money and the things I do, and I get people to do stuff for me. No, you pay people to do stuff for you. Ain't nobody want to willingly do nothing for you. Got a nasty-ass attitude. If it wasn't for the fact you pay good, nobody want to do nothing for you. You don't want to face that. Facts. You don't. you rather face the fact that they do for me, and you going to do for me. Now, with that kind of attitude, especially if you're a woman, Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And I'm a man and I'm a provider. I'm not going to take that. You're not going to take that. So I'm going to walk away like everybody else. She don't want to face it. Or he don't want to face it. You know, you're doing all this, but you don't need nothing for her. You don't build her up. You don't give her no comfort. And you don't protect her. You leave her out there. You talk about her. Same thing. And you wonder why no women stay with you. I don't need them. I got my money. Your money will die with you. Will die with you. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> and, and that love won't be with you. That's exactly right. Let, let, let's turn this, uh, the corner on this conversation just a little bit here. Right. And uh, we, you know, we got about 10 minutes and we're going to take a break and try to close this show out with a bang. Okay. But let's say, okay, the question for tonight is, can a broken woman ever truly love and trust again, even a good man? Okay. Let's say we got a husband and wife. One person gets caught cheating. Mm-hmm. Is that relationship over, or can they, you know, can the broken heart ever be wounded from the other person? Can it be mended? Can it be mended if the other person stepped out? It's trust. Okay. I mean, trust is everything, you know, and it's like we made a commitment when we both said I do or we said yes, we want to be into this. So I feel like communication come in like before you cheat. I mean, it might sound crazy, but that just touches based on what I spoke on earlier. We need to be friends. We need to be able to have each other's back so we can bypass that. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's figure it out. Like, let's, I don't know, meditate. Let's have a heart-to-heart and just be transparent with one another so we can avoid, you know, those kind of things. And I would, I like that one, but a lot of times it, it doesn't happen. Right. So no, I'm, I'm going to speak on it from it doesn't happen. Temptation? I would only say is... I can work with you more when I see that you're willing to change what you did. So in other words, if I have to find out what you did, you're not willing to face that you did, you want to deny it, then at this point, I'm already got to cut ties because I'm not going to keep wasting my time with you. You're a person that came to me, and this has happened, and they said, hey, I, this happened. And they let me know, hey, I've messed with this person. I, it didn't seem like we was going anywhere. 
And I met this person, and I got to be honest, I, I messed with him. Now, at this point, I felt like, you know something? There's being honest, there's being true to me, and I really felt like I was being true to them. I can work with them because they're giving me more honesty, and they didn't have to. They did it because they felt bad. They're telling me. only reason I told you, even though I really felt like, you know, you should know, is because it made me feel bad. I know that's an honorable person. Because she held herself to a point where she felt that even though we weren't in a monogamous relationship, but she felt like I still messed with this person. And I'm, I, I just wanted to deal with you. But since we wasn't in one, I did it, and I still feel like I cheated. Yes, I can deal with you because you're, you're a person that's showing me loyalty even though you didn't have to tell me, period. I didn't commit to you. I didn't do it, but not for you to go do that, but for the fact that you did it, and you can still come to me and tell me? Yes, I can rock with that, and it don't make me think no less of that person. It makes me think about the fact that I didn't commit to them. By me not doing that, if I want things to change, I might need to change my way of thinking, of not committing to a person, because this can happen again. If you're willing to let that keep happening, that's going to be up to you. CJ, I concur with what you're suggesting here. Um, you know that is a no, that's, that, that's, that is a good person. Right? <laughs> that's a that's a good thing when they come and tell you, right? But it's way after the fact. Number one, okay. And number two, it only is being told to you because it's killing them. Yes. Right. And so, what I resort to almost every single time is in the midst of our efforts to build something, you were making a whole nother decision. And I can't get over that. I can't get over the fact that, hey, you know what I'm saying? Y'all, y'all met, you know, two weeks ago and damn, I was celebrating your birthday with you, like doing all this shit. I was like giving in and and you was making that decision on that weekend? Like really? I, you know, like I appreciate you coming and telling me, but what you what you're suggesting to me is that I was putting in my all, and in those very moments, you were stabbing me in the back, yeah. and that comes first in my mind. I I can give you some honor, I can give you some grace, but ultimately, I I, I can't stop can't thinking about in. that you no. turned on me in the middle of my pouring into you. No, I will tell you again, this person. And the reason why we're gonna go ahead and go. Yeah, let's 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 take it. Let's let's take it. Hey, listen, we're gonna be right back. More bar talk with Jay. This is outstanding discussion. We'll be right back after this. Kind of man is capable of anything. Man can alter his life by altering his thinking. Change your mindset. Change your life. This is Mindcraft with Craft Matic. This is a Welcome to Minecraft. And welcome to Minecraft. My name is Stacy Craft. They call me Craftmatic. And I am here to share another fantastic episode of Minecraft. Tonight we're talking specifically about attitude versus behavior. And this is a very interesting subject. Uh, I've had many dialogues and I've shared this with many clients over the years. And this is a way to give you a perspective on how we get things done in life. You know, again, nobody's ever taught us how to manage life. 
nobody was ever taught us how to manage the task and objectives and all these things and how to get them done. And we've just been kind of skipping through life. Some of us are very attentive and we get it done. Some of us, our minds aren't so attentive and we didn't get it done and we kind of fumbled through life. And so I'm hoping to give you a picture or an image of our inner spirit. What is going on in our inner spirit that really moves our attitude and that moves our behaviors? Now, let me just take a moment and give you a just a small definition, okay? This definition that we'll use for this particular segment. So, attitude is basically how we think. Okay? We could put some feeling in there as well. Actually, it's all feeling, but I don't want to go there for this segment. It's basically how we think and how we feel. Now, our behavior is our action. Okay? Our, eight, our, our behaviors are our actions. And so... Here's the question to be asked. What comes first, attitude or behavior? Do I depend on how I think in order to get things done? Do I, do I depend on how I think and feel in order to get things done? Or do I get things done and let it determine how I think and feel? Now, here's an, uh, an example that I always give. Uh, as I was growing up, my father was uh, a man who likes to get things done around the house. He likes to keep the house right. And so, you know, every month, every six weeks or so, it was time to clean the garage. And he had given me that responsibility pretty early in my teen years. And so uh, it wasn't a big deal. I took all the responsibility. And so he came to me uh, one day. I had just come home from school, and he was getting ready to go out, and he said, Junior, I need you to clean up that garage this evening. And so immediately, I get kind of upset, because I'm already planning to go shoot ball with the fellas and hang out for a little bit. I don't already plan my evening, right? So I said, you know what? Just got to get it done, right? I'm kind of you know, disappointed in my spirit, I'm kind of, you know, pissed off, I'm kind of, like, not wanting to get it done, my whole attitude is like that, right, but then I just said, well, you know what, let me just get it done, I'm going to try to do a quick version, right, my dad never liked the quick version, so I knew I couldn't get away with that, so I started getting the work done, and I'm moving boxes, and I'm sweeping in corners, and I'm, I'm getting rid of cobwebs, and I'm moving things around, and after about 20 or 30 minutes, I wake up to the experience that I'm cleaning the garage. And I look around, and I start to think about, wow, this is going to be pretty clean. This is going to be nice. All of a sudden, my mind is beginning to change because I see the works of my own behavior. I get excited because now I can see my own progress. And here is a perfect example where if I would have waited on thinking and feeling right, I would have never gotten the work done. But because my father put pressure on us, and sometimes life puts pressure on us, that that pressure to take action 
we'll end up finding out that it feels good. I'm so glad I did this. I'm so glad that I was pressured into making this happen. If I hadn't had that pressure in life, I wouldn't have been able to, 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 to pick myself up and keep going and keep moving. The question, what comes first? Behavior should always come first. You should never wait on how you think and how you feel to make a decision about getting things done that you know needs to be done. And that isn't always an easy thing to do. Sometimes you just have to write it down on a sheet of paper, put it in front of your alarm clock, and when you hit your alarm clock, you grab this sheet of paper. And you force yourself to get up and go and make that thing happen. Whatever it happens to be. There's somebody listening to this program right now who's been lounging on tasks for years. These things have hurt. You've tried to hurl them and sideswipe them and push them away. Just put yourself in the go get them mode and get it done. And once you spend a half hour, hour, or a day engaged in those activities, you're going to find that you feel better. You're, you're pushing your own pressure release valve by taking action. Action is the greatest thing missing in humanity. Everybody's got great ideas, but nobody's taking action. I'm only in front of this camera with you right now because I took action. you got to take action for your life as well. What comes first? Attitude or behavior. Behavior certainly comes first. And of course, if you don't get it done, it'll never get done. This is Mindcraft with Craftmatic. Welcome to Mindcraft. All right. All right. Welcome back. Welcome back to more Bar Talk with Jay. Uh, just a quick note on that segment, attitude versus behavior. You cannot wait till you feel good about something to get things done. The point is, is you got to go get it done, regardless of how you feel. Um, you know, sometimes our taxes hold us accountable, Right. Got a deadline. Got to get it done. Don't wait till the last minute to get it done. Right? Get it done. You're not going to feel good about it. Just go attack. And that's 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 what we all need a little bit more of to uh, attack more of life. Right. So I uh, hope that was good. I hope that was enriching for some folks. Uh, so tonight we're in our final segment talking about can a broken person ever truly love and trust again? Um, even a good man or a good woman. Can they trust again? And where did we leave off? What we talking? I was just about to go into it when I was telling you about that person that told me that they cheated. I went in there when I was in a relationship. So by me not being in one, you know, when she told me this, I didn't really feel like she really cheated at all. That's why I told you I dealt with that with no problem because I didn't make that commitment. She wanted to commit. I did not. So by her feeling that way, I seen her loyalty. I felt her pain. Because she, she took it just like if she did it, if we wasn't, we wasn't. But her whole thing is even when she was hearing the fact that I wasn't in one way, she felt it anyway. So that's why I told you. I was able to get past that when she was telling me. We dealt with each other for a lot longer. We didn't end up being together. She ended up marrying and moving on. But she never even wanted to ever try to cheat again. She understood the pain. She understood the day what she wanted. So my whole thing is it's going to be up to you. Um when you already in a committed relationship, it is betrayal. And nine times out of ten, it doesn't been happen. I do agree. Uh, but again, it's going to be what you evaluate. 
did, what all factors did you play? Most people are not going to look at any factors they play when somebody cheated. Number one thing they're going to be is they broke the trust, and it's just all they fault. Not thinking about the fact that they turned it back on that person. They didn't believe in them. You know, when they had a big opening day, you weren't there. You weren't trying to be there. You was always with your girlfriend. You was never a, a big factor. But then you figured this was a bigger factor because he committed to somebody else and not you when you didn't even give your all for him. I can't give you no more that's going to be up to you. I can't tell you to tolerate it, not to tolerate it. It's going to be your choice. But the brokenness is when you don't want to evaluate it. When you don't want to look at what the hell you do, but you're so quick to blame everybody else, I promise you, you're going to keep attracting the same thing you've been attracting. And that's what this show is about, to break the mold. Let's quit doing the same thing we've been doing, expecting better. It's called insanity on any other level. I don't want to be insane. I want to be healthy. I want to, I want to do better. I understand I'm not perfect. And in relationships, that's what it teaches me. But when you keep doing it, it ain't teaching you nothing. You're just repeating. And I don't like us to repeat failed relationships, failed advice. We pass failed information to somebody. And I like to say that's hurt people hurt people. That's what most people tend to do when they know they ain't right. Yeah, that's that's powerful. Um, you know, for the most part in this show, we have been really talking about the idea of brokenness and being broken, you know. And sometimes we may or may not know, but, you know, I... I'm of the notion that there just is not enough healing going on in the world. And you may not know what your faults are, but you might believe that you need some healing. You can see that you're causing the same things over and over and over. But now, you know, you want to do something about it. And, uh, you know, this this commentary is really just for those who want to do something about it. The, in my mind and in my heart, I just truly believe the only person the only entity that can fix you is God. Amen. You don't know what you need. You don't know. You can feel the pain that's going on inside of your body, but you don't know which muscle or which bone is broken. You don't know where the fracture exists. You don't know how it got that way. You don't know if it happened during the incident or if it happened in some other way. You just know that this brokenness is in you. It is so important that you take this particular issue to the Lord. And uh, because he knows your faults, he knows your foes, he knows what you can handle, he knows what you can't handle, he knows what's on the other side of this pain for you, he knows what you are thinking about, he knows that you can't see far in the future, he knows that you can't make good assessments about people, he knows that you're lonely, he knows that you need comforting, he knows that all of this stuff, and, and so... You know, I'm always, I did a, a segment, a Minecraft segment on trusting in a higher power. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes the best way to be healed is to just completely take a step back and say, Lord, I don't know what's going on here. But what I want is a healthy, happy, loving relationship with somebody equally yoked who's ready for what I'm ready for. You know, and, and I'm telling you, this is this dialogue is one great way to start overcoming. I'm 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 a big proponent of that we 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 stand in indecision because we don't have a clear enough vision to take us forward and one of the ways that we can overcome brokenness or one of the ways that we can overcome our unknowingness about what our problems is is start getting a clear vision about what you really want if you are broken and you have been through a hardcore relationship tell god that 
that was, you know, that was good. We appreciate all that you did for us. And I believe, Father, that there's somebody else for me. You got to have that in your heart. How are you going to attract somebody righteous for you if you don't ask for it? If you're not expecting it, if you're not calling for it, if you're not praying for it. Now I got to start reaching in the spirit for my next move. Even though I don't know what's going on. And, 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 and you know, just to just talk about that, not knowing what's going on. Ask God to heal you. Mm-hmm. Ask God to show you what your faults are. Ask God to show you a better way to be in a relationship or to deal with the kinds of things that you do. Ask God to strengthen you in your insecurities. Ask him to help you overcome tomorrow those things that caused you that caused you major, major problems yesterday. Mm. Ask him to help you overcome your past, to give you resolution and to give you completion about your past. Ask him to fix those things that you don't know are broken but needs to be fixed. And ask him to guide you in the direction of your highest and greatest good. Surround you with righteous people. If you're feeling loneliness, don't let me be lonely, Lord. Help me remove the guilt, Lord. Help me to stop condemning myself, Lord. Help me get rid of this feeling. Help me get rid of this victim attitude. Help me acknowledge my role. Help me speak up for myself. Help me not be afraid of rejection. Help me, Lord, get to my promised land in the world of love. Amen. And you start asking the Lord for a clear, uh, clearly uh, in a vision that you have for yourself. He'll bring it to life. See, all good is possible, but it ain't going to happen unless you're reaching for it. See, your greatest good might be over there, but in your own understanding, you might be reaching over here. And so now you got to say, hey, I'm going to stop leaning on my understanding and I'm going to start leaning on God's understanding. And as I do that, he's going to fix me. He's going to correct me. He's going to keep me by myself long enough that when I do get in a relationship, it's going to be right. Mm. This time it's going to be right. You hear that renewed spirit coming out of me? This time I'm going to find somebody that makes difference. And I'm going to tell you one of the greatest antidotes to being hurt. Mm -hmm. The greatest antidote to being hurt is companionship. Stop looking for love. Find a friend, find a confidant, find somebody you can you can go out and have a good, just as good a time and they not be in love with you as you did with somebody who was in love with you. Find companionship in people. Don't look for connection. Don't look to control them. Don't look to be their spouse, significant other, their boyfriend or girlfriend. Love them without attachment. Unconditionally. Unconditionally. And, and you may even know that those people might have other things going on in their world. But all you're going to do is receive them for the peace of them that you perhaps love, you perhaps like. The peace of them that might be able to satisfy you on a Friday evening. Right? You're not going to expect any more. Stop expecting everything. Because with most people, you're not going to get most of it. It's just the way the world works. There's always going to be some boxes unchecked. And if those boxes unchecked are not for you, turn away. But sometimes those boxes unchecked might cause you to just need to change, need to be a little more patient. You know, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm all over here and all over the place because there's so many things that's just going through my mind. But the, the point here is that I, I want you to 
get a clear vision and understanding from the Lord about what relationship should be to you. And ask him for love again. Ask him for trust again. Any commentary for my my counterparts? If you touch on that, mm -hmm. we have to understand that God is love and that that first relationship needs to be with you and God. Ooh. And to be intimate with him. I yes. think that's our reflection on how we are with ourselves and with other people. Yes. So if we're not consistent with God and we use him and we do whatever we do, that's how we're going to treat other people. Man, let me tell you, I had I had a buddy of mine say to me that it, no, it was Jay. Jay basically said that a relationship with two people is not natural. A long term, lifetime relationship is not natural. And if you do not have God in the midst of your relationship, it is bound to go awry. I said he's like a mirror. Yes, but we're looking to be in His image and not our own. Yes. And we have to die to ourselves. And we just have to be a little bit more intentional. I mean, be intentional about everything. Like, if we're in a relationship, it should be, if I do this to this person, how, how is she going to feel? Like, we should be a little bit more compassionate. We don't have any empathy. We lack compassion. And we just feel like they'll get over it. And we don't understand the damage that we are actually doing, you know, to one another that leads to brokenness. And a lot of times, it's not the blame that somebody else, you know, broke broke me but it's more so that I didn't stick up for myself or I allowed and tolerated certain things to go on because I didn't have the courage or I didn't have the strength, the audacity or just the self love to break myself free before I even got into this yeah, because we can see the red flags before we end up in doom. We can see red flags early in the game mm -hmm. and um, well, and I, I tell you what you really need to begin taking those red flags to the Lord. Period. Right. I think that's a that's a, a process for managing a relationship. Every time you see something that's a little concerning to you, take it to the Lord. Ask him to ease your spirit or ask him to push it away from you. But if you but but you gotta deal with it. Right? Because if you're if you're not dealing with it, then you just tolerate that. And ultimately it's gonna get under your skin, it's gonna blow things away, right? Can a broken person ever truly love and trust again? Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. But it it's going to require some strength on the inside. It's going to require some change on the outside. It's going to try re require some different understandings about yourself and about your life. But absolutely, you can find love again. And for those of you who are broken and you are down on relationships, don't be. There is somebody for you. What you got to always understand is that most times it's for a reason and a season. And you got to accept that there's a timeliness to everything. There's a timeliness to every relationship. And when it changes, it's not always a bad thing. You know, garner what you uh, received from that other person, what you got out of that, what you learned about yourself, what you're going to do differently the next time. Um, you know, let's not be broken for years over something that was always supposed to be temporary. Mm, not that. Yes, yes. And uh, I tell you what, there's there's just something to be said. I always wanted to say this in the show. There's something to just be said for letting go and just being like, what the hell? Let me just give it a shot. Let me just see what happens. I'm not going to get hurt, I'm, but I am going to participate. If there's some love to be had here, I'm going to get it all. And I'm going to make an effort and I'm going to try. And, and this is just the way my life is going to work. I've done that. Well, haven't we all? <laughs> I have done it. Haven't we all? And let me tell you, we're never wrong with it. Yeah. 
Yeah. Any closing remarks? Not by now. <laughs> <laughs> you crazy. Any closing <laughs> remarks from you, Miss Kitty? Uh, be sure to check out 100 Sheets at kingsheets.com and learn about self-love, hope, entrepreneurship, anxiety, transformation, and success. Woo! With a breakdown like that, so go powerful. Any, uh, any words from you, Jay? <laughs> This one right here was a, a real touchy one, and I like to say well, right now I feel like yeah, it just overwhelmed me that some people might have a lot of difficulty even digesting what we said. Is not to judge you. Uh, brokenness is something that most people don't want to face. They don't even know how to. I might not have did the greatest job to even let you know you're broken, but please understand self-evaluation will help you. I know you don't want to do it, but it's something that's necessary, not only just in your job, it's in, within your health and your well-being. reason I say that, you quickly do it for your job, but you won't do it for you. Yeah. And I want the best for you, yeah. just like the job, getting the best from you. But you will never give your best until you become whole. Get back to God's child. Get back to your holiness to realize there's a lot of failures within you that you can seriously fix, but you have to make the effort. And it all goes back to start. Let's start doing something different, doing something better, and then you will start achieving a better belief. Yeah, greatness is in my ability to hold myself accountable. Wait a minute, one more time. Greatness lies within my ability to hold myself accountable. Hmm. Right? And uh, sometimes that accountability is setting boundaries. Sometimes that accountability is going for it when you know you might not. Be ready for it, or not, but you're going to have faith that it's going to come and you're going to go for it. But you got to have uh, self-accountability. And I think that's what this show really comes down to um, in the end. Um, this has been a fantastic show. And uh, I just want to thank my, my team. Again, my name is Craftmatic. This is my boy, Smooth Jay. We got Kenya in the building. And this has been Bar Talk with Jay. We want to thank you folks for being with us tonight. Uh, we are here every Thursday from 7 to 9, Facebook Live, and uh, we've been here for the last five years, almost five years. We're going to be celebrating our anniversary September 17th, Yes, our fifth anniversary, and uh, we'll be traveling this year, so uh, we're hoping to bring the show to you uh, from a live remote scene, and uh, and just, you know, you folks can celebrate with us. And so, uh, we just, again, thank you so much. We hope you have enjoyed this show, and um, we love you, we appreciate you, and with that, folks... We are out. Ain't no
amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.